What's up, man? How we doing? What up, bro? Waiting on Jordan? Yeah, we waiting on him. Yeah, as per usual. This man always come in late, talking about 20 yeah. minutes. You cap. Nah. <laughs> nah, this Yo, we, was supposed to, we was supposed to do this like, uh, we were supposed to do this a couple hours ago. I hit him, and then he said, he said, uh, uh he said, give me two hours. I was like, bro, what? Two hours? Two hours, man. I'm like, what you doing, man. though? Come on, man. All right, wait, wait, wait. I know this is like a later topic, but who, Shannon, like, AB called Shannon some? Shannon from the 49ers? No, you're talking about Shannon Short. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm thinking Shanahan. Huh? I thought he was talking about no, Shanahan, no. like the 49ers coach. Oh, no, no. He's talking about yeah, Shanahan. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> I just don't know why he went out of his way to talk about Shannon out of nowhere. I'm like, what? Why? Why? Include him. And we might as well restart nah, this you, bro. He need to get rid of that little mustache he got going. On. Yeah, he looking a little crazy. What up? What up? What up? Hey, what, what up, up man? What's going on? We got thirteen in here. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, we got drill. All right, we we on and popping. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and jump right into this. So, major NFL news coming out. What was it? Yesterday, day before? I think. Uh, I think it was, was it last night actually. It was like it's like midnight, I think. Yeah, it was just last night. Um, AB, all the controversy going around him talking about this, him talking about that, different interviews on LeBron's HBO show. Everybody was wondering where's AB gonna go. He was obviously, um, <clears throat> he was obviously lowering his trade value with every word he said. Um, yep. but eventually a deal was made. AB is headed to <laughs> Oakland, uh, the Oakland Raiders for a third and a fifth round pick. Nick, we're going to go ahead and swing it to you. How do you feel? Well, first, let me ask you this. How do you feel about A.B. in Oakland? And then after that, how do you feel about the Steelers receiving a third and fifth round pick for him? I would say under any, any, any other, like, circumstances, like, if this were purely, like, just like a random thing, like mutual and A.B. wasn't saying anything, a third and fifth round pick, that's like robbery. Just, yeah, that's right. A.B., there's not, like, a first round receiver that – is going to be better than AB for sure, you know? And if Amari Cooper goes for a first, then, uh, I mean, Antonio Brown should be. However, because he was talking up this storm and teams were like, do we really want this guy? I mean, it, I think it's fair. I think the Steelers got what they could have got. Antonio Brown wasn't going to play for him. Now, as far as, like, Oakland's concerned, this is definitely, like, an upgrade at the receiver position. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, like, Derek Carr's, uh, he's a serviceable quarterback. He can get the ball to him. However, this is not going to help their defense out. And and John yeah. Gruden really needs to look at that side of the ball. For he's, I mean, he's paying him 30, he has 30 million guaranteed, I think is what I saw. Yeah, so, 30 million. I mean, man, that defense needs, needs a little help, not that offense. So I think overall for the Steelers, I think they kind of got the better end of the deal just because they needed to ship him out anyways. But yeah, I think I think the Raiders offense might be a little okay, but overall I think it's just by the Raiders, just a typical Raiders move. 
Joe, Joe, how you feeling? How you feeling about uh, AB, AB to Oakland? I mean, it's definitely an upgrade at the receiver position in Oakland. I mean, they traded away Cooper, who was their number one receiver. And of course, AB is an upgrade from Cooper or anybody else they got on the roster, of course. But, uh, yeah, that third and fifth round, of course, if he didn't say words, then, you know, it would have been different. They would have had to give up some uh, something else. But um, I think Oakland, they got what they wanted. You know, they got a star now. They got, like, a, a real face. Uh, nothing wrong with Derek Carr. I mean, but – AB is going to be like the new guy now as far as the Raiders face. Uh, Pittsburgh, I mean, they got their number one receiver now. Uh, the guy who's playing number two, Juju, he's going to have to step up. Uh, Bell's not going to be any there anymore. So I want to see what they look like next year. They're obvious, They're not going to be as, you know, I don't think they're going to be as successful as they've been, obviously. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch. And then how they use those drafts draft picks too I want to see what they decide to do because now they're going to have to get you know a second guy to compliment Juju now so that's going to be interesting yeah I'm I'm thinking I, the third and the fifth round pick too like there's always some <clears throat> sleepers around there you know like it's almost less chances yeah, to be a bust true. than a first round yeah yeah I think that AB to Oakland is obviously a good thing for Derek Carr he is a he is a great he is a, a great asset to Derek Carr, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, they really should have made a play like this on for defense because them guaranteeing thirty million to AB is good and all, but that thirty million they can't offer to somebody like a Landon Collins that they needed uh, help in um, in the secondary, or a, or a, maybe a Frank Clark that is having problems with with the Seahawks right now. Just somebody they could have put on that defense. Um, however, but it's done. I think that. Overall, I think it was a. I mean, the Steelers had to get him out of there. There was no, so it was like it. It was really like their backs was against the wall. They every team knew AB had to get out of there. So it makes sense that you know they only got a third and a fifth for him. Um, personally, I don't think that AB was. I don't think he was worth the first only because he's thirty years old. And True. giving somebody a, a long-term deal at 30 years old, most of the, especially a receiver, after this deal is up, unless A.B. is defying time, which I don't see that as possible. Only a certain amount of people can do this. But when this long-term deal is up, this will it'll probably be downwards foul. He'll, you know, he'll probably get the oh, one year over there, one year over there kind of thing, and then he'll probably be done. Um that's the only reason. If he was 28, maybe, like Le'Veon Bell situation, I, I would offer him a long-term deal. Um, A.B., I didn't – I thought maybe he was going to get – I thought at least a second because a, a, a third – the difference between a third and a second-round pick is extraordinary. Um, so, I thought he was gonna, it was going to be like a second and a fifth, second and a fourth kind of thing. Um, something that kind of added up to a first-round pick, but not wasn't a first-round pick necessarily. Um, but, but that's my thoughts on it. Uh, Nick, were you going to say something else or no? Oh no! I just uh, when you brought up Landon Collins, that's if I'm Oakland, I would have definitely rather spent my money on him than AB at this point. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought because that that defense, especially that secondary, yeah. was pretty bad. Yep, because I mean so. their offense can average 28, but their defense also gonna give up 28. So it's like yeah, and they lost a lot of close games this year due to the defense. Like not even. Yeah, no, no, exactly, exactly that. They lost a lot of close games uh, because of that defense. 
But uh, y'all, y'all got any more AB situation, Steelers situation? We're gonna move. We're good. We're moving on. Uh, good to see Mr. Big Chest out of out of uh Pittsburgh. Yeah, that. Yep, and that's that's exactly what the Pittsburgh organization was is saying too. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and move on. Um, we're actually gonna stay on AB. I wanted to bring this up a while back, but it's been a while since we've been t- spoken to you guys. Almost three weeks. Um, so on LeBron's barbershop. Uh, show what Joe? What, what's the what is it just called the shop or yeah, it's just called the shop, okay? So, yeah, LeBron has a show on HBO, uh, called The Shop, brings on different celebrities, specifically, usually music artists and different athletes. Um, he brought on AB last time, and AB said something that I, you know, I of course disagree with, however, I thought that you know, maybe some people feel the same way. Some thought it was a good topic to bring up, AB. Um, didn't like the criticism that he was receiving from Shannon Sharp and returned fire with calling him a coon. No, he didn't say by, He um, said he was a joke. Okay, joke, joke. It's two different things, bro. <laughs> it is two different things. He didn't, okay, he didn't call him a coon. But the way that he structured his argument against him sounded like he was calling him a coon. Am I wrong or right? Yeah, I, I can see that, but he, he didn't use the word. That's it's kind of a yeah. the word, so I wouldn't just say. All right, that. all right, all right. Well, well, we go, we're gonna call it like it is. <laughs> we gonna call it. He, he, <laughs> no, we we gonna call it like AB made it sound like it seemed. And he basically, B, man, AB basically said, "Hey, the dude, the dude talks like a duck, walks like a duck, but didn't call him a duck, basically." And so, okay, then we'll, we'll I'll reword that then. AB called Shannon a joke. If that's that's for our uncultured folks. Um, so, uh, Drell, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on this one because I know you and Unc have deep ties. Um, Drell, how do you feel about about um, AB calling uh, Shannon a joke? Um, I, I didn't appreciate it. I I didn't like it one bit. Uh... Not just because I'm a Shannon Sharp fan. It's just, it was just like, why? Like, why are you? I I get his argument. Like, it was kind of like, oh, you doing all this on television? But that's his job. Like, is he not supposed to have a job? Like, because cause if you watch the whole episode, he was ba- they were talking about how athletes like afterwards they're still like, you know, they'll do anything for money. It's not. It's I don't look at it like that. It's like, all right, they're not playing sports anymore. They need something else to do unless they just want to sit around and just live off whatever they got. But if they want to stretch it out or do something they're passionate about, if if Shannon likes being on tel- on talk show, then let them do that. But they, their whole argument, they were talking about how Jerry Rice was, did a chicken commercial for Popeye's a couple of years ago, and it just and they had him like, well, <laughs> well he, he had him in like a little hat or something, had chicken like in his mouth. Just, it, it was a weird, it was just weird. Like he was just like, essentially was just like cooning for money. But it's like, I mean, people got to pay bills at the end of the day. All that money is not going to stretch forever. It's like they want to do commercials and, you know, do their thing, let them do that. And their argument was just, you know, all wire, like some of the best athletes still sitting there. Why is Randy Moss, uh, AB said, why is Randy Moss still on ESPN? Maybe because he likes being around the game still. I don't, I mean, well, I don't understand what the issue is. And then he looked, he asked LeBron, he was like, are you trying to go commentate when you retire? LeBron's like, no, I want to go. I want to own a team. It's like, all right, cool, but all right, not everybody's LeBron James. Not everybody can own a team, buddy. I'm sorry. So it's like, 
come on, man. Let, if someone wants to work their job, make it entertaining. Shannon's kind of built this thing as like this unk character. Like, let him do that. He's not not doing anything for money. That, that's how he is. So he's just expressing it. I'd rather him do that than to like act a certain way that he's not. To be honest, so I don't know. I just. <laughs> Yeah, that argument, it was, I don't know. I don't agree with A.B. on that. All right, Nick. Nick, how do you feel about Shannon Sharp? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of along the same. Shannon Sharp to Coon? <laughs> don't call me a I'm kind of on the same lines as Drell, though, because, like, when you, when you retire as an athlete, like, you still kind of have that platform and you – of course, you kind of have, like, your foot in the door already with things like commentating. So if you can, why not? Like, it seriously makes no sense to me why anybody would be like, oh, they just want to get on to Like, yeah, like they want to. But um, – and then, you know, Antonio Brown calling him a, a fool and everything for, like, you know, having that, that black of miles and that yak almost every time Brown breathes. But, like, if you – like, <laughs> being a Broncos fan, I would, like – research like old like 90s 80s Broncos stuff and like Shannon Sharp been like that so I mean it's just a character and it's like perfect for TV because I mean people watch it it's funny so I mean of course Antonio Brown's gonna be upset when he's talking saying things about him but also he is a, a hall of fame tied in so like he should yeah. I mean, his opinion isn't completely like whack out of nowhere you know, yeah. like Will Kane. Like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot at Will like that. <laughs> no, nah, hell no, nah, man. Will Kane, what? <laughs> shout out All Will right, well, I No, don't shout out Will Kane. Um, <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, I, I think it was just out of line. I think that people, that people see this, kind of like what Nick said, uh, people see this character that Shannon Shaw puts on who's really entertaining, great for TV, I'm sure gets their ratings up, uh, pays his bills, and they, they get it twisted and forget that he's a Hall of Fame tight end, who changed the game, who really kind of helped mobilization because nobody else saw – I mean, he went to Baltimore and really changed – I mean, he, his career was – I'm not going to say it was revamped or anything like that, but, I mean, he made a life somewhere else, and at that point in time with sports, mobility wasn't really a thing. Um so in a few different aspects, he really changed the game, changed the position. So I feel like he, he sometimes doesn't get the respect that he deserves because he kind of, you know, acts, acts, acts funny or whatnot on, on TV. So I think A.B. was out of line. Um, but congrats to A.B. with that new team. <coughs> hope, hope y'all win more than six or something. What do y'all think? That, what do y'all think? Do you think that A.B. – now, of course, we're not we're, – we're, we haven't really even touched the surface of the offseason yet. Um but what do y'all think that AB is going to really do for Oakland? Like, do you think that Oakland is going is going to be able to get that offense necessarily? Like, let's say that they don't get a Le'Veon Bell. Do you think how much of a difference do you think AB can make to that offense in Oakland? I th- I think Gruden. I mean, Gruden's an offensive minded coach. I, they're going to get him the ball definitely. I I think I think he'll have. I think he'll have ten touchdowns this season. Ooh. And touchdowns. That's spicy. He looked excited today. I was on his live. He was excited. He was shouting out Derek Carr. Derek Carr was shouting him out. Of course he's going to look excited. They was was ready. They looked ready to go. I think this is – Derek Carr is finally playing with, like, an all-star, you know, a high-level 
uh, quality wide receiver. He's going to be excited there. I think, and then I think they're going to make necessary moves uh, to help out on that offense also. And I think, yeah, I think ten touchdowns for AB this season. I think Gruden's going to find, and and Gruden talks very well about AB, uh, which not a lot of people do. So I think that he's going to find ways to get him the ball. So. I think they'll. I think he'll. And I. I also think. I think they'll win nine games. Nine. 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 <laughs> I know. I think they're gonna make moves. I. I think nine. I saw something about. They don't even know like, if they're gonna play in Oakland. Nine games. Nine. <laughs> <Bro>. Red Tiger. <laughs> I give them nine games. Nine football games. Where? Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk about this later, man. Hey, I mean, hey, I guess. I guess we have to wait. We have to wait to see what else they do because right now, like who, like Marshawn's not really Marshawn anymore. So like they really have no other like weapon. I mean, they still got Cook, right? Tight end. I think. I believe so. I mean, like they really don't have any other like elite weapons on their team. So like, I really don't. Other defenses are going to like key in on Antonio Brown. So like right now. I mean, it helps them because, you know, they'll be looking at A.B. and they can get it up to these other guys. But, like, I don't think it makes them jump from four to nine. No, no, but I'm no. saying – I'm saying I'm, I'm thinking now that they know, all right, well, we got Antonio, so everybody's going to be sitting here like, oh, they that's who we're keying in on now. They got Antonio. They're going to go make moves to improve that offense because, like, they, they're sitting but, there. They already know, all right, you got Antonio, boom. That's well, let's see how they going. do in the draft because they got three picks this year in the first round. Or two and then one next year, something like that. So I, I'll just I'll wait out till like after the draft at least to give them nine. Nine. Come on. Nine games. <laughs> but all right. Um. Okay, Nick. How many? How many games do you think they're gonna win? Six, seven. Because I mean, they still got to play the Chiefs and the Chargers twice. I don't, I'm not sure about their their schedule. <laughs> what about but, the, what about the other team? I mean, they're <laughs> still not like a good defensive team, like at all. So well, we we only scratch the surface of the. I mean, I could, I could be wrong. I was wrong about the Bears, you know. And and yeah, yeah no, it, it that, is it is still I, early. I remember I remember that episode so distinctly. You were so against the Bears. You really were. You were yeah, talking so yep. bad about the Bears. I remember that episode. Yeah, but you know, Jordan had to. Educate the youngins, cause I do this for real. <laughs> Hold on, I'm, anyway. I'm pulling it up right now. It could be like Tennessee, Detroit, maybe Jacksonville, maybe, probably not. Cincinnati, maybe. All of their away games seem pretty tough. Like they go to the except the Jets. So like I don't, yeah, I don't see nine. All right. Well, well, we'll find out. Um, but we're going to trans transition over into uh, NBA. Uh, so, basically, L.A. is looking like there is no chance they're going to make the playoffs, even though there is a slight chance. Probably won't happen. No. Um, no. Specifically now, Zoe is out. Brandon Ingram's Ingram. out. Kuzma's out. <laughs> well, Kuzma's not, in, not definitely out for the whole season, but he's momentarily out. Now – with all that being said, Braun is getting a lot of pushback because it seemed like Braun didn't want minutes restrictions, but now inevitably he is getting minutes restrictions. Um, 
and a lot of people I, I see on Facebook, I see on social different social media platforms. People, oh, of course, of course, they have to compare him to Kobe. Kobe wouldn't do that. Da 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 this, da da da. What do y'all make of that? What do y'all make of Bron getting minutes restrictions when he's losing his his co-stars and they're not going to make the playoffs? I mean, how do y'all feel about that? With a, what probably eighteen games to go. Uh, I'll um, start this. I I I think I do not think they're going to make the playoffs anyways. So LeBron will have like a two month longer off season. So at one one point I'm just like, is it really even necessary? Like, I mean, just play it out. Like, yeah. It's really, I feel like, not going to make any difference because if they are in a close game, I feel like Braun is going to want to go in anyways and be like, yo, screw this. Like, like I'm going to try to win. But at the same time, I don't know. And then, like, how you bring up, like, Kobe and, and LeBron's ruining the Lakers. Like, he's ruining a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in how long? Like, I don't know. I think he, he's coming off one of the longest injuries of his career. And, like. No, it, it is. No, it is. That, that, yeah, that's a good point, Nick. Uh, Drell even sent me a statistic earlier that ESPN came out with. Um, it was a surprising statistic. Um, ESPN came out with and said the last time LeBron didn't make the playoffs, R. Kelly's girlfriend wasn't even born yet. So I <laughs> thought, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we can't air this episode, man. We can't air this. I'm keeping that, Jay, too. I'm keeping that, Jay. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that, I mean that, I that's knew, alarming I stuff. Say LeBron, that. I knew he's going to say that. That's uh, that's alarming stuff, and that, yeah. that just goes to your point, Nick. Yeah, I mean, and I, it's I think it's a little you could you should definitely like put some blame on LeBron because he is still the best player in the world, and he is pointing the finger a little bit. But I mean, he still came back from a team that was fourth, gets injured, and they're like, how many games did they lose? Like, like probably what seventy eight percent of them, something like that. So. I mean, he came back to a team that was sliding. I think one that was mentally sliding after all the trade rumors. So to just completely blame LeBron is, like, kind of crazy. You know, minutes restrictions, kind of unnecessary. The Lakers, they're not going to make the playoffs. they got to make some moves, so. Joe, how do you feel feel about LeBron being on minutes restrictions? Um, I I don't like minutes restrictions only. I only like minutes restrictions when it comes to big men, when it comes to centers. Because they have to deal with a lot more load, especially on their body, as far as weight, uh, just carrying all that around and moving the way they have to move. So when I see like Joel and you don't think LeBron's body takes takes a takes as much it, beating as any big it man. It does though, but but he's I hold him to a different standard because of the shape. He, he's in better shape than ninety percent of everybody else at his age. Still, he's still he's still in top condition. So I I don't really hold it. It's it's hard for a center. It's hard for Joel Embiid or Jokic or Demarcus Cousins. That is is different from that because they're I know Bron's play play style, but it's also changed. Especially this year, if you watch Bron, he's not that's not <laughs> Miami uh two thousand thirteen Bron and banging whatever. No, he he doesn't even play defense. So how how much of a, how much more break do you need? You take you take you only play twenty four minutes out of the game. Honestly, I, if, if we do forty eight minutes, you play twenty. That's pretty disrespectful. That's pretty disrespectful. If we cut it in, you know, draw the old head. <clears throat> we just be honest. You you play. You're not playing defense, and defense is, it's it's a mind thing. It's not a. I don't like. I don't like how everybody's giving Bronis. Oh, he. I, I don't care. I've seen plenty. Of, I've seen Andre Miller. He was thirty eight locking dudes down. I don't that's hear a na- that's a that's a nasty <laughs> visual. You got you got to sit down in that chair and guard somebody. So I don't, so he's only playing half the game anyway to me. So 
I only like minutes restrictions when it comes to big man. I don't get mad when I see Embiid or those guys say, oh, you know, they're playing less minutes. That's cool. But when it comes to everybody else, it's like, come on now. Like, either you're going to play the game or you're not. Either y'all, either y'all say, hey, we shutting them down. But as Nick pointed out, he's got he's got plenty of time this summer. He ain't got to worry about playoffs, yep. finals, no awards, no none of that. Bro. He ain't got to worry about nothing. So at the end of the day, you got your summer. You know, everybody else will be playing. You'll you'll be at home, get your rest then, and we can uh, restart this thing next season. Yep, he'll be at home, uh, good seat, being able to watch Orlando in the playoffs. So um, I think that I kind of <laughs> Come I on disagree now. with both of you guys totally. Nick, Nick, did I, did I let you talk, Nick? <laughs> no, 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 did I let Nick talk? Because I forgot. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Bro. So like I like I was saying, like I was saying, I completely disagree with both of y'all. I think that Lakers aren't gonna make the playoffs. There's the their their co stars are out. Zoe Kuzma and Brandon Ingram, they're all out. Why not? Why why why? And plus, Bron's coming off a groin injury. That reports say he's not even hundred percent. So Bron's banged up. What's the point of playing of playing him? I mean, you can bang him up more, but but what are we really? What are we doing this for? If you sit him down, he can work. He can work on his health, and you can and it's an opportunity for some young guys, young guys to play. You can get some of the some of the young guys at the end of the uh, end of the roster. You can get some young guys at the Drew League or at the, at the Drew League, at the G League, Drew like League. Like, like Andre <laughs> Ingram. He was he was lighting up the Staples Center last year around this time. Bro, uh, shut up. All right, man. All right. <laughs> yo, yo, he's a problem, bro. He was like he's so, a he problem. Was like, he was they a mean, problem. They mean Michael Beasley back. That's what they mean. His cholesterol hey, may be a problem. You see all hey, that hey, What did you just say, Nick? Oh, yo, that's that's out of pocket, uh, Drell. But what did you just say, Nick? They need they need that boy Michael Beasley. You said it not me, but like you said it not me. Shut up, see. (laughs) But I there's no reason to play LeBron right now. So why do it? You're not gonna make the playoffs. He's hurt. Let the younger guys play. I mean, honestly, let the younger guys play because none of them gonna be here next year. I mean, Josh Hart maybe, but that's what I say. Um, But y'all got any more? That that was our last segment with uh, with Nick. As far as far as that though, I also think like who like the Lakers fans they were sitting here like oh we we're going to the playoffs this year as far as like when they first got LeBron then they put the little roster together like all right we we, we going to at least we're going to the playoffs this year blah 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 now they not, they not even getting that they getting a lottery pick most likely out of all this that done happened this season who they gonna watch like who are they there to watch like I think like it's LeBron LeBron's in town. First season, I, you can't cheat the fans like that, paying top dollar for Laker tickets. And I'm not seeing LeBron James, and I'm watching Caruso out there. Uh, Kyrie worked this man. No, 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 no. LeBron, get on that court, big fella. Get on that court. I, don't, I, I know I know it may hurt a little bit, but, hey, it, it, you rest in the summer. It, it, even it, And I get they're going to put him on men's restrictions. So if you're going to do that, at least let him play. Don't. Don't take him out like they're doing Anthony Davis in like the fourth quarter and third quarter. Like, no, let that man play. Like, the Lakers fans are not there to see Caruso and Josh Hart. That's a nasty backcourt. I don't want to see that. I mean, half the Lakers fan didn't want to see Braun anyways. Yeah, yeah but, 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 but Drell noticed he didn't say Andre. Drell didn't say Andre. Come on. I'm not going to say that. All right. <laughs> Y'all got anything else? Y'all got anything else on uh 
on uh, LeBron, the uh, LeBron versus Andre Ingram debate. <laughs> I'm not talking. About well, who debate is that? <laughs> no. All right. Well, all right. Well, I'm, no, don't Andre skip over that one. one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, y'all got any more on, no, on old Bron? All right. Well, we're gonna have to say goodbye to Nick. He got some homework to get to because he's a nerd. <laughs> so, right, bro. Come on, Nick, we. We'll we will we will see you next time, Nick. We appreciate you for joining us. All right, man. I just I just want to say before I go, I think the first time this uh, I've been on a podcast, y'all actually called me Nick. Honestly, I don't yep. think I've ever heard that. Yep. But all right. All right, thirteen. All right. Oh God! Thank God. <laughs> next thing really uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and transition to our next topic. Um, so we're going to stay in the NBA. We're going to look at Drell. I know there's only about 18, 17 games left. But we're going to go ahead and make our predictions for the MVP, most improved defensive player of the year, six man and Ricky of the year. Um, Drell, I'll let you go first. Um, just go ahead and go down. We don't have to do one at a time. Just go down the line. I just want you to tell me who's your MVP, who's your most improved player, who's your defensive player of the year, who's your sixth man of the year, and who's your rookie of the year. Um, hmm. I would have to say my MVP would be Giannis, the consistent basketball he's playing. And it's just uh, his team is, I mean, other than Golden State, they're the best team in their conference. Uh. Yeah, he's just consistent right now. Uh, I don't, I don't see anybody. Else. Of course, Harden's putting up numbers, but Harden always gets numbers, and we all know what I think about those numbers of James Harden. But we won't get into that. So I'm going to say Giannis for MVP. I think he deserves it. Each year he's gotten better and better and better uh, since 2013 when he came in uh, from that skinny, wiry kid, tall, uh, scrawny kid to now this he's the definition of just getting better each and every year. I know I think it was two years ago, or last year when I think it was last year when he got on Twitter and Kobe was answering questions and players were asked, "Hey, what uh what is your challenge for me?" Oh, yeah. I remember that. And I remember that. He told Giannis MVP, and I I think this season is and it's just all yeah Giannis is different. So I'm gonna give that to Giannis. Uh, next award, which is the next one. Uh, the next one after MVP is most, most improved. improved. Uh, talked about this earlier. Uh, it's Pascal Siakam to me. I and of course everybody would like to say you know D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo Russell, but D'Angelo Russell has been a consistent starter uh, since he's been in the league. Honestly, he was drafted number two by the uh, Lakers. Uh, he was a starter there, uh, six man for a little bit, then starter back in Brooklyn. Uh, made his first all-star this season, of course. He's been playing great basketball, a very good point guard. But he's always he's never really had to, I would say, get it out the mud, if you would. Like he would, he hasn't uh, been a guy buried on the depth chart on the bench and then had to work his way up as far as that. I mean, I know he had a situation in L.A., but he's always been a starter. I mean, this year they're just recognizing him as an all-star. So I would, I would say Siakam down in Toronto, he's – He's playing great basketball. I, I watched him a lot this summer, and he I didn't even know who he was until this summer, and I was just watching him every day. He was just getting better. 
uh, at open gyms and different things, playing against elite talent and putting them to work a lot of the time, honestly. So uh, I would give it to Siakam. Next award, which one is that? Uh, the next one after most improved player would be defensive player. Of the defensive year. player of the year. I might give it to PG thirteen. Uh, yeah, he he just he's a all around you know two way player, offense, defense. But defensively, he can just sit down. He can sit down in that chair and just uh, I don't know. I he his job is to guard the other team's best player mostly every night. And he does a good job of it. Uh, I don't think he's a lockdown defender, uh, because obviously because that that's not his main purpose. That's not what he's focused on. But as far as what he's asked to do, he does a great job. I would give it to him. His uh, he leads the league in steals, I believe. Still, if I'm not wrong, might have to check that. But he he's all yeah. He's just a great two way player and defensively, I think he should get that award. What's the next one? Next one, six man of the year. Sixth man of the year. Go ahead. Drake said it best. Drake said it best. Lou just dropped a 40 ball. 40 piece. I don't know how many. Lou Williams is like this generation's Jamal Crawford. Uh, I would probably say Lou. I Yeah, I would probably say Lou Williams just because he scores. Like he plays like a starter off the bench and. The numbers he puts up, I think he put up a 50 ball last year against the Warriors. It was either a 50 or 40 ball uh, against the Warriors last year, too, off the bench. He's just consistent. And did he win it last year? Did he win uh, uh, six man? Um, did he win? Uh, let me let me make sure because I don't want to get it wrong. It was, I know. Who got it? Oh yeah, he did win it. He won it. Yeah. So. Yep, he won it last year. I mean, if Isaiah Thomas came back a little earlier, he's playing pretty good. Uh, I would say either him, Eric Gordon does very well off the bench. Dennis Schroeder has played well. Julius Randle, but he got put into the starting lineup uh, after the AD situation. Uh oh, and somebody else. Uh, one of Lou Will's teammates that people aren't talking about, but they should, is uh, what's his name? Montrez Harrell. He's playing really good. Uh, yeah, Montrez Harrell. They got who else should be? Uh, freaking D Wade. D Wade should be in the conversation. I mean, he won't get it, but he should be in there. Uh, Van Fleet in Toronto, but I would say. Lou Will, just the numbers he puts up coming off the bench. And he plays starter minutes. If you look at his minutes compared to anybody else, he plays starter minutes, but he still comes off the bench. So, Lou. Big man like Lou Will. All right. Um, And then the last one being your rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. I thought it was a lock until recently. Uh-oh. I thought I thought I had a name all year until recently. There's, there's a young man in Atlanta that's uh, making it hard for you to say that name? Yeah. See, there was, there was a guy, number 77, I was talking. I was like, oh, this dude might have it on lock. Number seven? Wait, is that the, the um, left tackle for the Patriots? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
No, there's there's a man in Atlanta that uh he's been acting up on the court. He's been acting up. Uh oh. <sighs> Trey Young. He's different. That's, that's your rookie of the year? I'll give it to Trey Young. Oh no. I think Luca's gonna get people it. Was, people were saying people were saying Luca should have been in the all star game. No, he should have. I think he should have. Uh, if they made exception, she, she, and that's young. what they do. I think if they're gonna make exception for the old guys, like let one, let two legend like Dirk and Wade, you think all right, this is gonna be their last year. You should at least let two rookies be like, all right, we let's get two two rookies in here also, because sometimes you can be a rookie and make all, but it's very rare that you're a rookie. Yeah, that's true. So I think you should I let at least one or two be like, all right, Luka, these are two that's been showing out. Let them, I know they got the rookie game and all that, but no, let. Let them playing that also again. I thought Luca deserved, it, but if you look at these numbers, Trey Young is averaging almost thirty points a game, and winning a lot of close ball games, just being cl- clutch or just uh, or competitive. They're just being competitive, and that's what I I like to see out of teams that know they're not gonna make the playoffs, and they know they're in rebuild mode, but they still fight. Him and Collins are just fighting right now, so I'm gonna give it to Trey. All right, all right then. Well. Let's see. So I'm, I'm going to go with mine. So first of all, MVP, you know, I'm really stuck between two guys. And I, I want to say, I, I, you know, I really want to say Giannis, but I think I'm going to go with the other guy. So I'm going to go with Nikola Vucevic. Um, oh, my God. No, I was just playing. Let me be for real. Um, no, seriously, I'm going to go with James Harden. Uh, James Harden's numbers since Christmas have been phenomenal. Almost like almost like forty points a game. I mean, you saw a streak of thirty points, at least thirty points. Um, it's just crazy, craziness, crazy numbers. He's really putting his team on his back. I think that's going to come to hurt him, obviously, in playoff time because you want to help your team, but you don't want to win the game for your team because teams are going to be able to stop that eventually, or you're going to have an off night. So, um, but he's my MVP, most improved player. I think Pascal Siakam. I really want to say D'Lo, and I told people. Girl, I told people when he goes to Brooklyn, he was going to turn up. Said that as soon as it happened. And everybody in my group chat, my friends called me crazy. They said, nah. I said, he is a top 10 point guard in this league. They said, nah, you're on drugs. Whatever drugs I was on, they made me see the future because I was right. <laughs> dude, dude admitted um, he was on narcotics. We're going to edit that part out. Um, my defensive player of the year. I think since – I think my the defensive player of the year is going to be Paul George. Um, it really sucks because Giannis won't – I don't see Giannis winning the MVP or defensive player of the year. I think that Giannis may – they may give it to – may give – because it's so close with Giannis and Harden. Um, Paul George is in there too, but I think they may give Giannis the defensive player of the year. But mine is Paul George uh, doing well on both ends. My sixth man, you got to go with six man like Louis. Cause he he's just playing crazy. I mean, hitting game winners, forty points off the bench is ridiculous. I had to check to make his stats were so good. I had to check to make sure he wasn't he wasn't starting. Um, then my rookie of the year is different from Drell's. Drell's on Drell's maybe sipping on something, but it's Luka Doncic. I mean, that man has been he's been put on the show. He's put on he put just put on the show this just this uh a few hours ago. He was going crazy um, against Houston. Uh, Luca has just been – he's played at an all-star level all season, hitting big shots, uh, hitting, making great plays. He, he's my rookie of the year. 
Um, Joe, you you got you got any more? You got any more on the NBA superlatives for 2019? No, that's pretty much it, to be honest. All right. All right, we're going to go to our last topic of the day, and it is who is going to get drafted first, second, and third in the NBA draft. Now, I don't want to say this. We, you know, you say first, second, third. We don't know who's drafted first, second, and third yet. You know, we may have a handful of teams we might that might can do it, but we don't know the draft order yet. So I'm specifically saying off of talent. So basically what I'm asking is who is the best player in college basketball, the first, second, and third? If the draft were to simply go, not off the team's needs, but the best player for the first one, second one, and third one, Drell, who, who, what's your lineup? Who's going first, second, and third? Purely off of talent, not off position or need. I would say hmm, this is interesting. I would say Zion just athletically the way he plays, he's a smart, he has a high IQ. He can do everything. His shooting, of course, can always improve, but it's solid enough, at least at this college level, where you can say he's uh he, I mean, he is the star of college basketball right now for a reason. I'll go with Zion. I would go with somebody who's hurt, and people are probably going to be shocked if I say this. He's hurt. Plays down there in Oregon. He's a unicorn. Bobo. Uh oh. That man is seven. What? <laughs> what? He's 7'3. Can put the ball on the floor. He's got range. He can put his back to the basket. Of course, he's a little too skinny for me. And I, I believe he said he's going to stay at school, which I think he needs to do. I think he needs to do at least two more years, uh, of course, because he didn't get to he didn't get to show everything this season because he was hurt. But he did show enough. I mean, even I've been watching him for years since he was in high school, just because you know I, his dad and everything. So I, all right, let me see what this young kid is about, and he can do everything. I mean, and in his short time, of course, the Ducks aren't a powerhouse or anything, but he averaged twenty one. 10 and uh, one assist, uh, just a solid big man. I think he's going to go back to school, get stronger. He definitely needs more weight on him at the next level, even though he's uh, 7'3", uh, not as tall as his dad. His dad was 7'7", seven, seven, I believe. But, uh, yeah, he Bobo is that guy, uh, even though I think he's going to stay at school, which he should. And then I'm trying to choose between R.J., or John Morant. John Morant is a bad man. He dropped 36 last night when he was struggling, and uh, he punched their, his team's ticket to a uh, uh, to the dance last night with an almost 40 point performance. Uh, he's been playing well. He put, I mean, they're not on the map on the map, but we know who Murray State is now. Uh, because of him, I have him. Yeah, he's probably the next guy, I would say. Okay, all right. Um, I think your bull bull is going to be a great kid, or he is a great kid. He's gonna he's gonna be a great talent in the league. Um, but I think to say that he would go number two over the great talent that we have in the NCAA right now, um, I. We'll stick to the original, my original take that I said on you that you may be sipping on something. Because <laughs> there's a man. That, now, I'm going to I'm gonna concede Zion's going to go first. But there's a man named R.J. Barrett. 
And R.J. Barrett is big time. And I think he's going to go second. I think I'm going to I'm going to agree. Um, next, I'm going to agree with the John Morant. I think the fact the only reason that I will for sure take R.J. over him is because he plays at a smaller school. Um, a lot of good competition at those small smaller schools. However, I mean R.J.'s playing at Duke and he's playing on the big time stage, so that means something. Um, so my mine would just be Zion, R.J., John Morant. Plenty of talent after that, but those are my three. But, but uh, Joe, got any more? That was our last topic. Uh, that's pretty, um, I know we ain't really. That's pretty much it. We've kind of been quiet the past past two yeah. or three weeks, so I wanted to give y'all some good topics. Um, Joe, sorry, what'd you say? You got any more? No, that's pretty much it. Uh, watch out for uh, the Saints. We better make some moves. Uh, come Wednesday when everything opens up. Uh, we're coming back for that title. That should have been Ooh, Wednesday. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I can't wait for the NBA draft. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I don't care about the playoffs or the finals. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, shout out old Big Chess getting that All money. All right. Yep, and shout out Rollo. Uh, he is coming home. Don't ever shout out Rollo on my podcast ever in life. <laughs> don't ever shout out Rollo on anything over the phone. <laughs> he gonna get us caught up, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, what <laughs> no, no. Um, we don't. <laughs> all right. Well, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, this upcoming Wednesday, free agency opens. It's gonna be crazy in the NFL. Um, a lot of big things happening. So make sure that you buy your phone. That's all we got we for you. Go. So, Jabo signing out.